Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Today, we get to meet top real estate agent Emily Jackson with Remax Professionals. It's so nice to meet you, Emily. How are you doing today? Hi, Haley. Good. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for taking the time to do this. Um, so just to kind of get the conversation started, let's hear a little bit more about you. How long have you been in the real estate industry? So my grandfather was a grass breeder. My grandmother was a school teacher. So they didn't make a lot of money. And what I saw was that you know they bought land that was really affordable. They waited over, you know, a long period of time, it was 20, 30 years, but that land grew in, in value to the point at which they were able to do so many other things just from a very small start. Uh, so the, the idea that real estate can provide wealth um, was really stuck with me because of their example. Mm-hmm. And I know you have a team, so tell me a little bit about that. I do have a team. So it's myself, uh, my husband, Jason Jackson has his license. Uh, so he's part of my team. And then I have a, an agent, uh, Matt Gorman, who is focused on residential and commercial. So that's exciting that, you know, our team is able to offer both mm-hmm. residential and commercial. Yeah, absolutely. And what areas do you service? I think you'll find that we're mostly in If you're not familiar, uh, there's an area in northern Prince George's County called the Route 1 Corridor. Uh, And so if if you've not heard that term, when we say that, we're talking about an area along Route 1 that goes from about Laurel, uh, say, going south, you know, Beltsville, University Park, College Park, Riverdale Park, Riverdale, Hyattsville, uh, Brentwood, Mount Rainier, and some other, you know, neighboring communities like Berwyn Heights, you'll find us in Tacoma Park and also Silver Spring, but we are licensed in DC and Maryland. And so, you know, we are in DC also, but mm-hmm. uh, mostly, mostly in the Route 1 corridor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just kind of keeping that focus, but also willing to go to other areas as needed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I grew up in College Park. Um, I live near the university. Um, and so that's really my wheelhouse. Um, I have also, I was born in DC. Um, so I've lived here my entire life. I've lived in Silver Spring. I've lived in Tacoma Park. Um, so all of those areas I'm really, really familiar with. So going to, you know, areas outside of the Route 1 corridors are really easy for me. Yeah, absolutely. It's just kind of a natural fit for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, the local restaurants, schools, um, you know, the events, the, you know, the, um, the local developments that are going in, things like that. um, We're very knowledgeable about all of those things. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Um, And so just for kind of a fun question, what would be the craziest thing that you've ever seen in a home? Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So, the first thing that comes to mind is I was shopping for houses with a couple and they were a great, they were great to work with. Uh, they wanted, they weren't scared by anything. Uh, they were like, 
okay, we'll take a house with mold. We'll, you know, redo a kitchen. We'll, we're not, they weren't turned off by anything except for snakes. And they found a house and no, I'm not kidding when I say that there was a hoarder living in the house. I mean, the house was stuffed with things. The kitchen was half finished through um, renovation. Uh, It was a massive house and needed a ton of work. And we did the home inspection and we found two snake skins, one wrapped around a pipe in the basement that was about six feet long and one that was wrapped uh, in a whirlpool tub, like where you take off the the cover and you get in underneath the whirlpool tub or the jetted tub and you kind of investigate under there. There was one in there also. Very large, uh, certainly would have turned me off. Um, And it was just hysterical that of all the things, you know, these buyers were were cool with everything except for snakes. And it was like the one thing that we found in the house. But if you don't know this, there is a... um, there's literally a person called the snake lady in Montgomery County. And she's a person that you can call if you ever have an issue with snakes, she will come to your property and she'll get like in your crawl spaces and just kind of like figure out like where they're coming in or, you know, obviously if you have live snakes, she'll, she could, you know, uh, get rid of those for you, but she's called the snake lady. And um, that she came out and, you know, found the places where they were entering the house. I mean, we didn't find any evidence of live snakes. But anyway, that was just a, a very memorable experience. Um, <laughs> I'd never seen anything like that in a, in a home inspection. It's just so funny to me because you said that they're okay with mold and everything. And like mold is something that is harder to get rid of, I feel like, than snakes. You know, snakes are, you remove them and then they're gone, hopefully. Uh, but it's just so interesting. Right. To me. <laughs> I know. I know of all the things that could have happened. It's like the one thing that she was scared of. It was crazy. Yeah. It sounds but like my it mom. All went, yeah. They bought the house and they love it and they've done, you know, renovations to it. It's beautiful now. So it was all, mm-hmm. it all ended up yeah, being a great decision. Yeah, absolutely. My mom, uh, I remember when we bought our house, it was kind of the same situation. Like I was a little kid, but she had bought our family home and there was a stake and she was ready to put a first sale sign in our yard that same day. So some people are just really terrified of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it can happen with, you know, you know, many different things, right? There are people who just get turned off by termites even, or, you know, things that are even more common than snakes, but Certainly, I would totally understand being put off by a snake. That is, nobody wants a snake in their house. No, never. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So if I'm buying a home, what would you say would be the most important thing that I would need to know? Ooh, good question. Well, I always want my clients to be as informed as possible. Um, So, I mean, you know, there are several aspects of it. um, And I think that you need to be as informed as possible when it comes to mortgages. Like I can't tell you how many people come to me with just, you know, a pre-approval in hand and they're like ready to go. And I'm like, but are you sure you don't want to shop that around? Are you sure that that person, you know, explained to you all of the things that are available to you? Uh, Because what I found is, you know, loan officers, are a lot like agents where they can educate you and help you understand 
and not just, it's just not, not just a piece of paper, you know, um, you know, it's great that you got through the pre-approval process, but let's make sure that that's the best fit for you. So I always recommend talking to two or three people um, because that mortgage is going to be with you for a really long time. And you just want to make sure that that is um, the, the absolute best um, for, for your situation. The other, um, the other thing that you need to know is, uh, you know, to do your due diligence in the, you know, finding out the condition of a home and you can spend a ton of money on inspections. And so, you know, when I'm working with any buyer, we want to talk about like everything that's available for us to inspect, but what, you know, what, and what makes sense. I don't want you to overspend on inspecting, but certainly want you to know as much information about the house as possible because we don't want any surprises. It's not fun for anyone afterwards to find out something that's a surprise. So just educating and, um, you know, um, making sure that, we've not left any stone unturned during the process. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And what would you say would be the most important thing um, as a seller that I would need to know? Oh, ooh, good question. As a seller, um, I think in the same token, condition of your home. Uh, I think a lot of people who list their property are focused on the wrong thing. Like they're focused on paint when they should be more concerned with, you know, a, an objective person, you know, coming in and taking a look at, at the house and saying, but th these are going to be the concerns that a buyer will have. And so working with an agent with experience, they'll be able to come in and, you know, look around the house and say, like, I know these five things are going to come up. Um, and so, it's important to, you know, listen to someone who has, and uh, has experience and that could really save you a lot of time and money, um, uh, you know, down the road, you know, you don't, there are things that you just don't want to find out if you can avoid it once you're under contract, try mm -hmm. to, you know, get those things taken care of, like, um, whether it's, you know, your furnace being tuned up or painting to, like having your, you know, your chimney inspected or, um, you know, a, a roof inspected or just so you, you can understand like, you know, what your true condition of your house is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, kind of listening to those professionals and taking everything that they say into consideration. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so can you talk to me a little bit about what the current market is like? How would I know when the best time to buy or sell would be? Well, today, yeah, right now, I mean, we've had such a crazy year in real estate. Uh, and there are really great reasons to both buy and sell this year. Um, so right now, inventory is extremely low and it's been a seller's market pretty much all year. Uh, we've been waiting for more inventory, more sellers to put their houses on the market. Um, so as a seller, you have a lot of leverage. Um, if, you know, if you're thinking of selling, there really is no reason to wait. Um, you, you know, there are plenty of buyers for your property. And oftentimes 
there are multiple buyers, you know, competing for your house, which could, you know, in turn mean more money. Um, if you price it well, you could end up getting more money for your house, but also better terms. You know, buyers are sometimes um, competing on terms as well as the sales price. So it's a great time to sell uh, because of that. Um, you know, if inventory changes in the future and all of a sudden, you know, there are plenty of houses to, to purchase and that sort of levels the playing field and you have to compete with your neighbors. Um, but uh, for buyers, it, you know, we've never seen interest rates any lower than they are now. Uh, they can't go much lower. Um, I mean, we're below 3% and, you know, we can't get much lower than that. We can't go below zero. Um, and, you know, when I bought my first house, everyone told me they were great interest rates. Um, and that was like seven and three quarter percent. Um, and, you know, they've been as high as 16, 17% back in the eighties. So, um, so it, it just means that with your current uh, budget, um, like with your, you know, with your income, you're, you have more buying power. The lower the interest rate is, the more house you can purchase. So, you know, financing money is really cheap right now. And so it's a great, it's a great reason to buy. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And what are your predictions for the 2021 market? I know it's kind of, nobody has a crystal ball, but um, I'm sure you have some predictions. Sure. Well, I, I think we're probably just going to see more of what we've been having. Uh, I think the market um, is going to continue to be strong in 2021. That's really um, all indication that it's it's not going to change. Um, we are in a pandemic, and you know that hasn't happened for a hundred years. So, um, and none of us have you know, lived through that, but we don't expect um, any, you know we're not expecting any changes from that. And we are planning on a really sp strong spring and summer market. Mm -hmm. And so with real estate, there's obviously a ton of different moving pieces, but what would you say would be your favorite thing about the industry? Probably my relationships that I make in, in my business. Um, you know, those are probably the most valuable to me over time. When I look back at, um, you know, a lot of them have turned into, you know, deep friendships and, and people that I really, you know, truly care about. And so it's, it's added to my life personally. Um, and so not just on a business level, but on a personal level, um, it's the relationships that I build with people that I really treasure. Yeah, um, that's, that's probably what I appreciate most about being in this industry. Mm -hmm. And so do you prefer working with buyers or sellers? Um, I like both. Um, I actually, when I started, I was really just only a buyer's agent. That's just the way that the team that I was on when I started was, uh, was uh, the way that it was designed. So I was only working with buyers. So I, I learned that side first and, um, you know, I'm very comfortable. I've been doing that a long time. And, um, I do love the, um, you know, helping people achieve their goals and, and purchasing 
that first home or, you know, second home. I mean, just anytime these are big momentous occasions in someone's life. And it's a privilege for me to be a part of that. I love being a part of that process. Um, it's really fun for me and rewarding. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, and so let's talk about a really challenging time for you and how you overcame that. And this can be personally or professionally. Oh, good question. Um, well, I think that when I went from a team, I just mentioned I started on a team uh, to going out on my own as a single agent was probably my biggest challenge in real estate. I mean, that was, um, you know, when you, when you make that change, like you're going sort of from a family with like a team leader who sort of, you know, takes care of you and is, you know, guiding you or someone you can lean on to, you know, going out on your own. Um, you know, that was, it made me nervous, but it ended up being a, a really great decision for me. Uh, I think looking back, I, you know, grew as a, as an agent and I, you know, now I have my own team and I don't have any regrets about doing that. But at the time, you know, I think, you know, real estate can, it's, it, you basically have your own business as a real estate agent, you know, you're, um, you're doing things. It's, it's, it's a complete business of your, of your own. You have to think about, you know, all these different aspects to, to the, to the whole process, marketing, you know, client, um, you know, care and, and managing. And, and so that was really intimidating, but yeah, I'm really glad that I did it. Mm -hmm. Just kind of going from, you know, that foundation and then growing and, you know, kind of becoming self-employed in your own way, you know, kind of having to motivate yourself. I can definitely see where that could be challenging, but it sounds like you're doing a great job. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely trying. And um, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think that people realize how many aspects to the business there are. Um, I think real estate is a lot harder than it looks. And um, yeah, I mean, marketing and um, contact management. And yeah, there's so many different aspects to it. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And so what would you say would be um, your biggest life achievement, something that you're really proud of or passionate about? My biggest achievement? Well, I mean, in real estate, I've, you know, been lucky enough to have gotten, um, you know, I've been recognized in the Washingtonian as, uh, you know, a uh, the, one of the best agents in the area. And I've, I have a, you know, best of Zillow badge, um, which means I'm, you know, um, been recognized there. And I, you know, I was rookie of the year, the first year I was an agent, which I'm really proud of. Um, but I would absolutely have to say that it's my family that I, you know, that is my biggest achievement. I mean, I have four kids I have two in their twenties and two teenagers and, um, you know, watching them as they succeed is, yeah, it's very, you know, makes me extremely happy. They definitely are very much a part of real estate. Um, so while it is what I do and I do it full time and, you know, their dad does too. I mean, we include the kids, like we recently, 
uh, gave out uh, pies for Thanksgiving to past clients. And so, you know, we picked up the pies, we divided them among the six of us. Uh, so three different cars and, you know, three different counties went out and, um, and, and dropped off pies for the, for the holiday. And um, so we, it definitely is a family business where we include them and, you know, uh, that I love, love, love stuff like that. When I can do those kinds of things with my kids um, and as a family, those are, those are the best, best of times. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not work when you're doing something you love with the people you love. So that's important. And for the people you love, I mean, you know, dropping those off and seeing the replies of clients where they're just so thrilled to get this big, gorgeous pie um, and let, just letting them know that I really appreciate them um, is is really the very, very best of of the whole, um, you know, my whole experience in real estate. I just love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That warms my heart. Yeah. And that's important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Right. I mean, um, you know, working with people. Um, these are not just transactions to me where, you know, once it closes, that's it. Like I'm, I'm here for them throughout, you know, the years and duration of, and, 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 you know, we have a relationship and we have a friendship and I want to take care of you. Like I, you are part of my family is really how I try to approach it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so tell me something that most people probably don't know about you. Do you have any hobbies or fun facts? I try to have hobbies, but um, not a lot of time. I mean, when I have time, I mean, I would say my hobbies right now are probably, I love Orange Theory Fitness. Um, so I, I try to go and work out um, in non-pandemic days. Uh, I was going almost every day. Um, I got a Peloton uh, bike, which I enjoy. Um, so come and find me on Peloton if you have a Peloton bike. Um, but, uh, what we spend most of our time doing or my time really is when I'm not working, we're usually doing something with cricket. So my son who's 13 plays cricket. This is not a, a hugely popular sport in the United States, but worldwide, it is the second most popular sport in the world. And uh, locally here in Maryland, we have, um, you know, really organized, not we, I personally don't have anything to do with the organization of cricket, but um, he plays for the state of Maryland. Um, He played for the state of Maryland 12U team uh, this past summer. And uh, up until October, I mean, he was either practicing or playing about six days a week. So, I mean, that's really, cricket games last about five or six hours. So um, if, if, you're, if you don't see me doing real estate, I'm usually on a cricket field watching cricket, which is really fun. It's a game I knew nothing about. I had absolutely no knowledge of cricket, but now our entire family is completely hooked. And you will see that it is going to grow in in popularity in the United States over the next five years um, exponentially. It's about to explode and it hasn't quite tipped yet, 
but it's going to. So that's really exciting. We've really enjoyed that. So that's when, you know, basically what we do all the time. And how unique that's, that's pretty cool to hear. I, you know, I wouldn't have thought of that as like a state of Maryland, you know, having a team and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. And you said he's 13. He's 13. Yeah. He just turned 13. So he, yeah, was a 12 year old playing in the 12U team and various other like, you know, um, leagues. Um, but yeah, that the, the state of Maryland just played a, bilateral state game with the state of Virginia for the first time this summer. Um, so that was a big deal for those, the sport in general. It was the first time a state played another state. And um, anyway, yeah, it's just sort of exciting to be a part of a sport that is gaining in popularity. And, um, and in PG County, they have a, um, a cricket league on the local level. So there are various uh, cricket pitches around town. You may not have noticed that they're there. They're in Montgomery County too. Um, but yeah, there's, there's quite, it's growing. It's growing a lot. So it's, it's been really fun to be a part of. Yeah. That's really interesting. I'm going to have to look up and see if there's one near me. Cause you're, you're right. I've probably seen one a million times and I just don't know it. <laughs> you just don't notice them. They're out in the middle of a field. They're yeah, they're, they're a pitch. They're about like, you know, 20 or 30 feet long, I guess, but yeah. You'll have to pay attention. (laughs) That's definitely a fun fact. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, good. good. That's a good one. Um, Are you currently reading any books or listening to any podcasts? How do you gain your knowledge? Oh, well, I, um, well, related to real estate, I would say, you know, social media helps quite a bit since we're on there anyway with marketing and just trying to connect with people. Um, as a real estate agent, you know, I'm part of the National Association of Realtors, the Maryland Association of Realtors. We've got the Greater Capital Area Association of Realtors and, you know, some team members like my husband is on the Prince George's County Association of Realtors. And between all of those um, and social media and, you know, following um, certain accounts, you know, that keep us up to date. Um, yeah, we, we are always on, you know, getting the latest information about what we need to know. Mm -hmm. You can always rely on social media for pretty much anything. (laughs) I mean, it really is where a lot of people get their news these days, right? Yeah. And I'm one of those people. So I definitely, me too. I'm totally one of those people. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad thing either. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I mean, it's just a change Mm -hmm. from the traditional, Um, and you know, where we had a physical newspaper now, you know, we can, we, you can go to the website or you can just follow them on social media and, you know, find what you're looking for there as well. Yep. That's a great point. Um, so let's say I'm your next perspective client. Why should I call you? Well, I think to a large extent, um, you would want to work with me because of my communication style. Uh, you know, if you looked at all of my Zillow reviews, you'd probably notice that a common theme is that people remark at at how quickly I communicate and how effectively I can communicate um, throughout a transaction. So that's a common theme and, and really something that I strive to do. I like to, you know, really be available. I mean, transactions, things can change quickly and 
Um, a lot of it is, um, you know, staying ahead of possible issues um, so that they, they don't become issues. Um, so I really pride myself on my communication style and I really love when I hear from people after they've bought their home or sold their home that they didn't realize how many clients I actually had at the same time, that they feel like they're the only client that I have. And, and I'm never too busy. I'm never going to say like, you know, complain about, you know, how much time it's taking with, you know, others. It's just, you're my only focus. You know, what do we need to talk about? Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, you know, and that along with my attention to detail, um, I mean, I sort of sleep, eat and breathe, you know, these transactions it's with me all the time. It's, you know, it's, it's the most, you know, other than my family, the most important thing that I've got going on. And so, you know, combination of attention to detail and my communication style, I think are my strong points. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so tell everybody how they can reach you a good phone number, email, social media handles, things like that. Oh, sure. My direct line, my cell phone is 301-254-1971. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Jackson Realtor. You can find us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is the Emily Jackson Group or on Twitter at Emily Jackson RE is my Twitter handle. Uh, my email, emilyjacksonhomes at gmail.com uh, is where you can email me directly. Well, thank you so much, Emily. It was so nice to meet you. Um, nice talking to you today. And I hope that everybody can find this valuable. Too. Thank you so much, Haley. I really appreciate the opportunity and it's been great chatting with you today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech Inspection Services on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.